Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Crack Brain Podcast. Before we get started into this week's episode, quite a few things to kind of get through first. Uh, first, in order, uh, Salt Lake Gaming Con, which is next weekend, July 6th and 7th at the Mountain America uh, Event Center out over in Sandy. Uh, I encourage you guys all to go, and if you haven't purchased your tickets yet uh feel free to go and swing by uh swing by the salt lake gaming con website pick up your tickets and then at checkout use the promo code member all capitals m-e-m-b-e-r and that's a special code uh from us that you can get uh, that will save you 30 percent off your uh off your ticket purchase that is only good until july 1st so try to get those tickets in uh saturday basically is kind of like your last day uh, i'm not sure if it's still going to be active on sunday but you know if you're if you want to go and go there's going to be some amazing panels uh i definitely know uh, quite a few voice actors and even speaking of panels uh, i actually just got an email um earlier this week uh for a press pass and then got another email this morning saying that i will be moderating a few panels um and possibly beyond them so uh, I'm very excited for that. I have no idea what those panels are going to be. So if you want to figure that out, you had better come uh, next weekend out over to Salt Lake Gaming Con. Um, as far as cosplay going on, I'm really sure that uh that tucker won't be done by then uh i've got pretty much most of the pieces formed but i still have a lot of sanding to do so um i i will still bust my rump to be able to go and get that done but i don't think it'll be done in time for that but what tucker will be done and uh done for will be rtx austin uh, that will be in the first weekend in august uh again that's going to be out over in austin texas uh, i put a a post seeing if people would be interested in doing episodes and had quite the turnout uh, as far as people responding with uh with uh, with wanting to be on the podcast. So uh, if you are local to the Austin, Texas area and you haven't responded yet, there's still a few spots um, available. I've got maybe one spot left over on Thursday, a handful for Friday, a handful for Saturday. Sunday, uh, I can. I'm not necessarily trying to do too much on Sunday, but uh, there are a couple of people already scheduling it on Sunday. So uh, just feel free to go in and either respond via Facebook or send me a direct uh, email to crackedbraincosplay at gmail.com and I will do my best to be able to go and get you scheduled in. Again, it doesn't necessarily need to be you solo. You can be in a group. Um, I will be setting up for that. So uh, like I said, if you'd like to be over on the podcast and you will be either attending uh, RTX Austin or you're just in the Austin area, feel free to go and reach out to me and we will get that episode going. Uh, in other news, and this kind of leads us into this week's episode, uh, so I've already started working quite a bit over on the Cracked Brain Patreon that will be going up. Uh, I'm going to be trying to launch that sometime early next month. Um, and uh, again, uh, I really want to make sure that, you know, I will be offering um, podcast episodes, but I really don't want to take away anything from this podcast. So you won't be getting um, extras as far as 
the cracked brain podcast, you know, or anything as far as there. And I also don't want to do any, uh, any guests that you wouldn't otherwise hear on this, this podcast for free. Um, the things you will hear, uh, there will be a podcast that I will be kind of doing not specifically solo, but, um, one that will just kind of be more of like me and some of the things that go on there. Uh, and then with this week's guest, Jasmine Elliott or Adam Bombody, um, we're actually going to be doing uh, a podcast that will only be available through Patreon. So uh, she'll have her Patreon. I'll have uh, the Crack Brain Patreon and you will only get those there. I'm still very lukewarm about if they'll even come on the website whatsoever. So, uh, you know, definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, they will. There will be other things offered. I'm just trying to go and make sure that, that they get done right. But we are definitely going to be giving uh, you guys as much uh, additional content that will be exclusive to Patreon only. Um, again, check back and, you know, and, and we'll let you definitely let, uh, let you know more. But saying that, let's actually get straight over into this week's episode. Uh, so as I previously stated, this episode is with Jasmine Elliott or Adam Bombody, A-T-O-M. So not Adam as a name, but Atom like Atom Bomb. Um, but yeah, I, this this episode I've really been looking forward to for a long time. Um, Jasmine has been a strong influence as far as getting me motivated again to start working out. Um, she is a fantastic cosplayer, um, but also a bodybuilder, a fitness model, you know, and so much more. And we definitely get into that. So as this month has kind of been going on as far as my own fitness challenge it's really inspired me to kind of continue that to keep working hard there are going to be some things I'm going to continue to go and do uh, myself personally and I have a gigantic shout out to Jasmine uh, for helping to kind of be that strong motivation uh, in that endeavor so you know like I said Jasmine has been a fan, uh, a fantastic cosplayer. Has done some really amazing things as far as that. Uh, a fantastic and exquisite body paint model that um, you know I never really had thought about too much before, and we we definitely kind of get into it during this episode. But you know that is its art onto itself that you know is very intriguing i really encourage you guys to go and check that out not only her work but um body paint uh, art as as a whole it's really intriguing and really fun so uh you know like i said i had a great time with jasmine there will be lots more that go on because you know after we we finished this episode we were still talking for i think about another hour hour and a half and then we just decided hey why not do a podcast together um so definitely kind of look forward to that i will already let you guys in on the name of that one um to kind of go with the with both of our two loves as far as you know fitness and then also nerdy stuff we are going to be naming that uh that podcast do you even nerd bra I am ex I am so excited for that. So I hope you guys definitely go and check that out. But until then, let's get into this episode, Them Delicious Ribs with Adam Bombody. Hitting this record button and we're good to go. Okay, welcome to this episode of the Crack Brain Podcast. I almost forgot the name of the podcast. Wow, I'm off to a rousing start. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... 
Welcome to another online episode. I'm actually very excited to be able to, to speak with the cosplayer I have on today, um, primarily because as the month of June has been going on, I've been trying to work out a lot more. So I've been talking with a lot more people that are in that arena. And it feels really, really great getting someone that is a cosplayer, but also, you know, a bodybuilder and, you know, and an athletic model. So I want to be able to welcome onto the show, ja I, oh God, I, oh, I forgot your last name, but Adam Bombody and I just know Jasmine. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> you don't need to give them that much information. It's okay. You're doing are, are, great. Are you sure? You know, I, I could always look back over in some notes. I'm pretty sure I've got an address somewhere. You know, I'll, I'll figure I'll figure some crap out. Send fan mail and wish list items here. Uh, I don't know if you want to do that. I know, right? Well, that's that's the miracle of having PO boxes. I was like, is this going to be worth it? But then at the same time, you never know. So you know, sixty bucks for I think four or five months it was to try it out. I, I yeah. recommend it to everybody. Get a P.O. box because you never know when someone's like, here, I want you to, you know, I'll sponsor you if you try on my T-shirts. And it's like, well, I don't know you for sure, but I like I do want T-shirts. <laughs> right. Free stuff. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it's like, I can definitely identify with that because we we went and like my team launched these shirts and different products and whatnot. And the, the entire time, the business address was just my home address. So I was okay. like, okay, we're about to go and ship everything. And I think the first two orders I shipped and just had my home address. I was like, this is probably not a good idea. All right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> okay. went out got the PO box and thank God that I did because like the next round of people I sent through, I'd start getting mail of just like, ooh, I'm glad this one came to the P.O. box and not at home. Yeah, geez. Well, no kidding. I mean, especially being a woman. I mean, I already get dick pics on Instagram. So I can only <laughs> imagine, you know, here's here's my address. You know, if you want to, like, forget the photo. Just just come on over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Because you went there, I'm, I'm going to – I'm going to stay in that vein because – you know, one of the things that I know that you have is your website and on your website, <laughs> which is I, I need to go and hand it to you and, it, and and whoever designed that. My God, is that a beautiful website? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And I have that uh, particular blog post about, uh, you know, creepy guys on Instagram. And, you know, I saw a meme somewhere that, you know, every girl's got uh, one random dude talking to himself in the inbox. And that's very, very true. I mean, usually... You just get like a like a high. And now, you know, high sounds innocent, but as a woman, it's always suspicious because, you know, just just get to the point of your conversation. If you say hi, that means if you want small talk, that means you're probably going to say, like, am I single? You know, can I send a picture? <laughs> Will she like it? Uh, so usually for if it's just hi, I'm like, Ugh, and I don't respond. And I feel bad because it might legitimately be someone nice. But, you know, if you do respond and they're like, oh, where do you live? And I'm like, it says that on my profile. And they're like, oh, well. You know, I'm a professional doctor slash model. It's like, oh, oh that's God. okay. And that's that legitimately someone told me that. They're like, oh, I too am a model slash professional doctor. And then their username was like doctor something or other. And I was like, yeah, okay. I'm, all right. <laughs> a little nice. a little on the nose there, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, a professional doctor, though, not a non-professional doctor because, you know, they're, <laughs> they're those out there. So right. they just wanted to make sure I know it's legit, totally legit. 
Right. Well, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, like I, I've known that dick pics were a thing basically since high school, you know, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. the, knowing that, you know, you're, that a woman would go and get those was never really like a, a revelation, but it wasn't until um, one of my friends out over here, Rachel, when she started breaking it down to me and then I saw her Instagram feed. Not just like it was I'm sitting there like it's nine in the morning and you've got 40 new ones are you kidding me yeah and the worst thing is you get videos now too so I mean if you if it's someone that you talked to before even and you're following like you don't even get that warning like hey this is a random video be careful um so it's it's terrifying to all of a sudden you know oh cool like look at someone sent me a message and then it's like the video doesn't show you you know, a preview and then you click on it and it's like a guy panning down his body and you're like, Oh God, make it stop. You know, <laughs> Just throw the phone over and then promptly block and delete. <laughs> right. But it's like, Oh God. And really, really. It's, it's the times when you've got to be glad you no longer have the nine to five because the worst thing you could ever do is basically just sort of like be sitting at an office and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, I'm gonna check my Instagram. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when you do the look behind the shoulders and, you know, the hunch over to make sure that nobody saw that. <laughs> it wasn't me. I didn't request this. It was unsolicited. I swear. <laughs> I will. I will also admit this. Like, I, I have a job that is very, very public. I'm, I'm in pest control, so I'm out in like in people's homes and businesses all the time. So every now and then, like checking Instagram is always a gamble for me because I'll be all like, okay, it's either going to be someone's family, which thank God if that's the first primary picture it shows up, or it's going to be a half naked cosplayer. Let's roll <laughs> on on family photo and all, like ninety percent of the times I'm like, and Jessica Negri just made a post. Hmm. Oh, the That's kid next so to me funny. just hit puberty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I follow all kinds of weird stuff on Instagram. Like I've got, you know, fitness models, you know, regular models. So there's a lot of, it's weird because I've got, you know, gaming stuff on there and also half naked women because there's a lot of women that I admire. So, you know, if you look at my feed, it actually looks like it's probably the feed of like a 14 or 16 year old boy <laughs> just scrolling down the stuff, and, you know, and then occasionally the inspirational fitness post. So you would probably have no idea, you know, that's like, oh, this is a girl's feed. Right. <laughs> it's like half naked chick, half naked chick. Oh, you know, there's like some kind of Fortnite meme or whatever. And oh, half naked chick. Don't, don't, don't you do that to me right now. <laughs> Oh God, it's all over. But but yeah, it's, it always cracks me up when I'm like, should I be embarrassed that people can see that I'm looking at half naked chicks on my <laughs> Instagram? I, I, should I worry? Like I don't. I mean, if people assume I'm a lesbian, like I don't mind. It's not a bad thing. But right. I'm like, it must be weird to people that are like, what is she looking at? Is that a butt? <laughs> yeah, it, it's. It, I've now like it's weird because with this, I I can now classify that technically as research. <laughs> so the whole time I'll be sitting on the couch and my wife will be like. Do I even want to know what you're looking at? I'm like, if I say it's research, does it make you feel any better? It's just like yeah, it's, a, it's a work thing. Basically. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> now if I can transfer that to the regular world, especially in very conservative Utah, it'd be awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it makes you feel better. I do have family there. I, actually, on my mom's side, they're all from Hawaii. So there's you might be familiar with this, but there's like a cluster somewhere no. there of like Hawaiian Mormons. Um, and so that, yeah, probably majority of them are part of my family because that side, the Asian side is absolutely huge. Everybody, uh, (laughs) named their kids like with K's, Hawaiian K names too. So that makes it really fun at family reunions. You're trying to, you know, say everybody's names and they're all, they all sound the same. (laughs) (laughs) I love my family. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's, so 
Oh my god. And they're Mormons, so you know they keep breeding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you will stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. See, uh, all, yeah. all I'm all I can imagine is you trying to introduce someone over to your family and be like, look. Here, I'm just gonna go and set it for you straight down the line. Just go, and you've now exactly. hit every single member of the family, especially for the boys, because there'll be names like Keikai and Keahi and Kailani. So they all like they're all Hawaiian, most of them too. Mm-hmm. So until they've run out, but they all sound the same. So I have to really like think deeply. But that's embarrassing to kind of stop in front of your cousin and be like, uh, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> you know, let me think about which which one you are for a second. No, no, true. You know, you know, okay. Cousins have kids, and they're all names with K's. And I'm like, oh Jesus, okay, I give up. I give up. <laughs> like I guess I, I I don't fault you because I'd say that's something that you that is somewhat consistent in the black culture too, where I meet new cousins every time I go back east to visit family. So I'll be like, oh, okay, who are you? Oh, fantastic! And then trying to remember names that are like. <laughs> Okay, let's roll the dice on some name that has some sort of African proverb to it and is has the last thing of qua. Let's go. <laughs> Shaniqua Lakanwa. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> oh. The first time God, I yes. had a cousin that I learned was named Lasagna, I lost my damn mind. No. Yep. You're serious. L A Z A N Y A. Lasagna. Not even spelled the right. I can't. Mm, mm. <laughs> oh man, got, I can't believe that's a thing. I've, and the spelling of that is the best. It's like, no, we didn't name. Is it a male, female? It's hard to tell. It's kind of a unisex name, lasagna. Basically, you know? <laughs> I like I said. But now I just kind of go like, I don't want to go. I, I don't want to go back east. I don't want to meet people. <laughs> you gotta make. You gotta make all the lasagna jokes. You know. You know that a poor poor child oh. is forever. Oh. If if it's like no, it's we didn't name our child after the food. We name you know we spelled it differently, so there's a difference. It's not the food. We just like the name. You know, lasagna. It rolls off the tongue. It, I, you know, <laughs> I, if I would have been smart enough, yeah, I probably would have gone and made fun of her. But at the same time, I was also the anime freak of the family, so it's just like, oh, what do we talk to him yeah. about? I'm like, well, unless it starts with a Japanese name, you're probably I'm, I'm probably not going to care. <laughs> hey about that attack on titan right mother okay no mm. all right <laughs> triggered oh, i'm so sorry for you well even when i meet like if i'm going to normal photo shoots and stuff um a lot of the times i will have nothing in common with the other models if it's like a multi-shoot thing you know they're talking about boob jobs and mm. makeup and other stuff and i'm just like hey anybody play video games or you know what cons have you gone to and like sometimes i'll meet other cosplay people and that's awesome when that happens but it's very rare usually they're very like you know like one selfie a minute kind of girls yeah yeah (laughs) oh i your face has not changed it's still the same thing i don't know what you're maybe sweating a little more out of that glisten you know that highlight i guess (laughs) i I, I can only imagine what it is now because thank god i got out of california like as soon as i hit 18 because like i so i I've said it maybe a few times on the podcast, maybe, but I used to I used to be in uh, an uh, an athletics model, um, mm-hmm. and it was fine for a while because it's like I I mainly did more like uh, more aquatics shoots and whatnot, so I was like, oh okay, well you know, the, yeah, okay. to make sure that Speedo magazine looked diverse, let's go and have the black <laughs> guy in there, you know. Yeah. 
So, oh my God. so yeah, it's like I would do that. But every time I'd wind up going on a shoot, it was just like, all right, can I talk to someone about, you know, an episode of Dragon Ball Z or let's just talk about Halo. Come on. And I know. Is there anything? Olive Branch? Nothing? No. Uh, no, it, it but yeah. Even most of the time, I end up talking to the photographers because at least I have an interest in photography too. So you know, if the girls are being boring, I'll just go watch and see what the photographers do. <laughs> and then at least at the same time, it's good for networking. You know, like oh, this one's social. Look, she doesn't have a camera in her face twenty four seven. Right, right. <laughs> see, and like I, that I, that's something that I really wish. Um, more representation would actually kind of like admonish people to do like, Hey, get to know the crew because if the crew likes you, you'll get invited to more things rather than, Oh no, I'm just going to, you know, my counterpart, the other model. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll make good mm -hmm. interactions with them. Yeah. It's more than just being pretty, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just speaking of California though, you're right. It is extremely competitive here so much. I mean, just going on the, you know, Facebook modeling groups, trying to find jobs, you see, you know, one person's like, Hey, casting call, you know, get 50 bucks to wear, I don't know, swimsuit. And then like 50 models apply for it. It's like, Jesus, but it's, it's a little harder uh, on my end in one sense, because I'm not, a lot of people are looking for the more traditional, you know, uh, blonde brunette beauty look, mm -hmm. but I've got, you know, crazy red hair shaved on one side and I'm like thicker, more muscular. You know, a lot of times if they do the, if they're looking for fitness models too, they'll end up picking uh, like a yoga girl, yeah. which is nothing's wrong with that, but she's just like thin, you know, it's like, all right, she's not fat, but she's not, I wouldn't say she could deadlift 135 pounds for sure. <laughs> probably, you know, Mar would probably snap her in half. Jesus. Right? But yeah, so I'm, so very slowly, I'm trying to hope that I can at least influence that a little bit where more, you know, diversity of models are allowed instead of the like just regular standard, like even, you know, go on any uh, modeling agency website, especially the big LA ones. And it's just, everybody kind of looks the same, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, blonde brunette, blonde brunette, uh, cool. Maybe a redhead every now and then like a natural redhead, but it's just like, every, how do you, how do you pick one? They kind of look the same. Right. <laughs> well, see, and that, that's something that, yeah, like I, I'm glad we're kind of touching on to now because you know, that, that is one of the things that you, that you would put basically kind of like forefront over inside your, your about me section. And I think mm -hmm. that's something that a lot of people don't, they don't get with the industry. They, they're so used to just opening up a magazine and to them, it's like, Oh no, there's, there's all kinds of difference, uh, you know, different people over inside here. And then you start realizing not really, or how many of them are, you know, they're, yeah. they're reusing it's older images from people like, Oh yeah, that's a backlogged, you know, shoot that we had done mm -hmm. years ago, but we're just using this photo now, you know, exactly. It's, I, I don't know. It like, it, it does irritate because like, you know, finding, I, I like, I couldn't imagine how hard it how hard it is for you because for me it was like okay great i have to go and find a job for a black guy and then i've got to find one for a short like five six black guy okay i'm not getting any <laughs> real good work you know i do feel bad because i have another friend who's a short male asian model mm -hmm. uh, at least he's he's fit so he's got that going for but he has exactly the same problem because you know i, I would say it's even worse for male models because you know everyone male and female both prefer to look at another female, yeah. you know? I mean, there's still a market for male models, but usually they're, you know, like 
above six two, super ripped, you know. Yep. And it's like Jesus, man. I feel even worse for you guys, right. man. Well, I mean, it, it's it's a different it's a different side to it. And one of like one of the contentions I always had before, it's like, look, you know, I am an athlete. I love gymnastics. I love football. You know, and I have a you know, it's like I have a gymnast body. A gymnast body is not a model's body. It, it it's very dexterous like yes it's cut but it's not yes. you know like you will see a roll over on the side and my butt pops out and i'm going to keep it that way you know, so. <laughs> well, especially being an athlete too like even when i was uh you know I, I always wanted to get into mma as well i did weightlifting but i decided not to because i you know it's gonna sound very girly but i couldn't get the bruises um <laughs> you know because i i mean I the white part of me bruises and gets red extremely easily. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, if I want to keep doing this field, I'm going to have to pick one. And it wasn't that big of a sacrifice. Like I could still do the bodybuilding and weightlifting. But, you know, again, if I did the MMA with that, uh, for sure, I'm going to be getting a lot of bruises and, you know, swollen things. That's that's kind of hard to hide with Photoshop, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, de- definitely. You know, and like, I, I could only imagine like maybe you could get away a little bit with something like jujitsu. But at the same time, I'm trying to think about the times rolling. Nah, I still got <laughs> bruises like right around like the back of my neck and my shoulders, you know, or mm-hmm. someone would go and pull a little bit too hard over on my calf. And it's like, well, that's brown. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's usually usually accidental things is why that happens. But it still happens. You know, there's not. There's no way you could prevent that. And that's the part that I was like, I mean, even now, like for some reason, this is kind of unrelated, but mosquitoes love me and I hate them. So even if I get like one mosquito bite in a bad area, I'm like, oh, great. Well, you know, I'm going to be showing off some legs today. But now I got this giant tumor uh, on the side because I have like this Skeeter's syndrome thing where once (laughs) they bite me, it inflames to a it almost it does it looks like a tumor so it's it's a big deal when i get a mosquito bite and so i've like citronella stuff everywhere i spray you know whatever i can because i'm like that's it's that good for my job (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna be like well you didn't look like this in your picture i didn't realize you had cancer yeah right right (laughs) well see now now you're talking to the right person so you know i'll give you some pest tips after after the podcast oh that's right yes So good. Could this not have been all more better timing. The sale. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, just you know, just going, you know, even more into the modeling, it's something where would you say would you say that there has been any progress over the last year or two as far as the the modeling industry uh, industry being more open because you know like if people were to believe the couple of facebook posts and things like that it looks like mm-hmm. they are but the appearance is always going to you know is always going to be its own story yeah i mean i see a lot more like casting calls and stuff for plus size models which is great but there's still definitely not as many as like, oh, you know, I'm looking for a blonde for this. Um, blondes especially are still, I feel like, in really high demand. Everyone just wants a simple, classic, elegant look. But I mean, for me, any win where I can do something that I wouldn't normally be considered for, I consider, you know, look, I, I did it. So that's got to make a dent or a ripple somewhere. You know, like recently I did this uh, like a fashion show. And normally those girls, you know, you have to be like 5'11 mm-hmm. and up. Um, you know, you've got to be like a hundred pounds soaking wet size zero, whatever. But, um, (laughs) luckily 
this lady, she was really nice. And she was like, you know what, I want um, my brand to be represented by everybody, you know, because that's who it's going to go to. It's not going to go to just super high end fashion models. And so I really liked that. I liked her message. And I liked that she was willing to give me a chance. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like uh, even kind of talking about the the work that you have done, you know, like the as far as some of like the different painting jobs you've been on or, you know, even just some mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, when we were talking about the MMA uh, shoots and whatnot, how the shots that you have, especially over on your Instagram, you know, it's like it, it's not like it's you know, too far or I, I, I don't want to say the words too far, but it's like, it's not like it's at the, you know, at another spectrum as far as like this, like sheer hulking bodybuilder where, you know, the, yeah. the definition is, is what you would consider for bodybuilding, you know, great. But then mm -hmm. when the general public sees it, you know, they have their own, you know, thought in mind, but yours are always like, you can tell, like, honestly, every time I see it, like, I start looking over at knuckles and shoulders, I go like, God, it would hurt if they hit me. You know? <laughs> it's funny you say that, though, because whenever, like, I meet a woman for the first time, if I can see her shoulders, and she's got those nice, rounded, like, muscly shoulders, I'm like, all right, I automatically, you know, I, I don't care what comes out of your mouth, but I, I like you. <laughs> you can tell. See, Something about a woman's shoulders, man. <laughs> I, I honestly think it, it's the at, like it's the athlete and all of us. We all look at different yeah. things. So all of a sudden, like someone might think yeah. that we're like giving them the stink eye, looking them up and down. We're like, oh dang, your thighs are good. Okay, all right, <laughs> I like you. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like um, a lot of people probably don't realize this, but there's actually different uh, divisions to bodybuilding. Um, there's as far as I know, the bikini figure. Uh, physique and then bodybuilding and then bikini is the least muscular and then of course bodybuilding is the most mm -hmm. um what i competed in was bikini division and so uh you know everyone's like ripped but not steroid scary huge looking yeah um i mean i'd like to get to the next level figure eventually but that's you know it's actually very very expensive <laughs> to compete really? and pretty stressful especially when you know, your house is under construction. I feel like, all right. I mean, and it's not even really, I mean, I love doing it. Don't get me wrong, but it's not even very um, good for exposure because just so many people do it now. So unless you're going, you know, all in hardcore all the way to Olympia or whatnot, you know, it's, it's great on a resume, but it's not going to get you like instantly up there with the great athletes, uh, you know? Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's like, that's, but I mean, mm -hmm. Like, I, I do it just because it sounds kind of like, oh, yeah, enjoy starving myself. But I, I just do it because I like, um, you know, the end result. Once you're there on stage, you know, you put all this hard work into it. And then, you know, for us girls, we're getting our hair and makeup done. So we're super feminine, but still strong at the same time. It's like a very like a Wonder Woman effect. You know, you're like strong. I can kick your ass, but I look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to write that down. I think that might be the, the, the episode title. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> Always glad but, to you know, <laughs> see, Perfect. But yeah, I mean, that that is true, you know, where looking at, you know, kind of bringing it back over to those pictures that you had. Yeah, it's like you really were able to go and get across the intonation as far as like, I am, it's like, I am strong. I'm beautiful, but I'll also pound your face into the dirt if you, you know, if you cross me. Yeah. And especially like bring it like it, if you really pay attention to how someone posts, 
you know, especially like what words they use and whatnot, you really can get the sense of like, okay, is this a facade and whatnot? No, you actually have this like, like legitimately, you kind of remind me of a few people I used to surf with, <laughs> which were somewhat territorial, but we're still just like, look, you get on my bad side, I'll let you live for a little bit longer, but you piss me off one bit more, and I swear to God, I'll end you. <laughs> we're trying to, we like, to give you a chance, you know? Like, we're not going to be totally unreasonable, but there are limits. <laughs> All right, now I just have to work within those bounds. All right. <laughs> ah, well, so far you're doing fine, so I wouldn't be worried. <laughs> yes! Can, can you go and tell that over to my wife? Because for the love of God... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but but yeah i mean you know i i could only imagine that that probably is a pretty difficult line to toe especially when it comes to modeling which is all about perception you mm -hmm. know and it, look it's definitely a tough mm -hmm. niche um because what i i you know so many people when i first started were you know you got to find your thing and just do that because i mean in the beginning i would just post a lot of just pictures i thought looked cool um, but then I didn't have to try that hard to start, uh, you know, uh, centering my focus because I ended up just doing what I loved. And so in the end, that kind of fought onto, oh, you know, I really like cosplay and I really like body paint. So I like a lot of the more, um, creative stuff, which unfortunately doesn't always, you know, there's not always money behind that. So there, mm -hmm. there's always going to be like, oh, the boudoir and bikini shoots and that sort of thing to pay some bills well, that's, well that came off really wrong but <laughs> but uh that's not really what i love to do like i'll do them because there's a high demand for that kind of stuff but you know i really like the creative stuff so whenever there's an artist that's like hey you know want to try this new crazy shit and i'm like yes i'm your girl please <laughs> right well it's, i i honestly think you know what you were saying as far as uh, you know, as far as the, the boudoir shoots and whatnot is something that I really want a lot more people to to recognize, especially when, you know, being in, a, you know, being in a, in a community like the cosplay community, you know, there's so many people trying to go and like, oh, I want to become like professional with this. I want to get paid for it, you know, and yeah, there it, there there's always going to be there's always going to be a a market for a scantily clad beautiful woman mm -hmm. you know and that's not something where like a lot of people will sit there and be like oh well it's unfair she's just doing that because it's you know because she can get money and the truth of it is like well yeah you know if, if she can go and get some money that's fine and if she enjoys it all the better but you can't get mad at her because she's capitalizing on you know on something that's that that is in demand right mm -hmm. now i mean it's you know i feel i feel bad sometimes but you know it is you're exactly right i mean the even some of the weird comments i get like yeah they might make me uncomfortable but as long as they don't cross the line these are the people who are going to end up you know spending money on my patreon once it launches mm -hmm. so i can't be too i mean obviously like dick pic dick video guys like you're out like that's no but you know the guys who are really like yeah, I like butts or whatever. You know, they're the ones that are going to be end up paying to see more butts. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. It's and and that is the truth of it. You know, and just because someone happens to have, you know, a some sort of moral code that makes them, you know, like, oh, well, I, I don't enjoy that content. Okay, that's valid. But if someone else does, that doesn't make them a bad person. And mm -hmm. the person creating that content, same thing, you know, and uh, I really, like I said, I, I really want more people to to understand like ah, that, 
you find what you like to do and if you can find any way to make money at it perfect you exactly. know but ah, God, i just hate the kind of bitchy back and forth that people deal with <laughs> no i know well even I, i'm like i said i'm starting to plan out uh the different tiers and stuff that i'm gonna have uh, on my patreon eventually and that was one of the things that i had to consider was okay what kind of content is going to be on there am i going to be okay with you know uh, like having nude pictures for example of me out there but what i decided in the end was that i'm just going to do like implied boudoir at most um just mm -hmm. because that would be in my comfort level and i feel like you know it would still be sexy enough i guess for you know people to be like exclusive enough where it'd be worth it for people to pay their you know monthly tears or whatnot so yeah that was something that i struggled with because i was like well what you know because i you get worried about the backlash like people find out oh you know she uh, has people pay to see these you know more scantily clad photos like you know isn't that kind of like porn and then you start getting you worry about the judgment from that mm -hmm. but eventually i was like you know what? i just gotta do my thing you know i'm gonna stay in my comfort zone um and just keep going with that you, you can't live life you know focused on what people think of you all the time um, i mean there's ways where you can definitely raise attention to yourself like say making political posts and you know <laughs> and whatnot but you know if you do what you love like that's you know i i used to do you probably read my bio at nine to five and it was all right but uh it nothing was changing it was very stagnant and so when i got into modeling i absolutely loved it because it was different every time and i liked that i could you know get a raise so to speak or or increase in skill as long as I just put the hard work and dedication into it and so once I realized that I was like you know what I'm gonna try to go for it and see what happens and so far no regrets yeah, <laughs> still waiting and seeing but you know yeah, but so far so good <laughs> yeah it's I I honestly like I not only do do it sounds weird not really knowing you but it's like not only do I applaud you for that but you know I wish more people were to have that sort of mindset because how many times do you hear just, oh, you know, I, I wish I could do this. Or, you know, even if they go like, well, how do I get started? How do I do that? Yes. And so many how? people settle and it's mm -hmm. like, well, if you really love the thing, then you can, you know, figure out how to make money off of it. I mean, it's not going to be easy and it'll take some time, but nothing's stopping you from not being able to do it. You know, yeah. you know, and, and we live in this beautiful time of so many people have cre you know have some sort of creative outlet and it really is you know you know thinking back generations you know you had generations that they they were more blue collar and they mm -hmm. they worked super hard and it was all about you know just putting in the the 9 to 5 hours the double shifts you know and whatnot over mm -hmm. at a, you know over at a warehouse or a factory but now we live in this time where it's like no nah, more of the presence is online and yeah. if you can be able to share your creativity you can find an audience you know and exactly oh it's it's so funny though because when i finally told uh, my parents that i was you know uh, quitting my normal comfortable job to do <laughs> freelance modeling uh, I wasn't really sure, you know, are they going to support this? Or are they going to disown me or what? But luckily, um, my mom was pretty supportive. She doesn't really refer to me as a model. She refers to me more as a business owner. <laughs> so that, that's also <laughs> nice. Technically, I am my own business. So that, you know, it's legitimate. Um, and then I think my dad just uh, 
refuses to think about the modeling side, but again, is happy that I'm successful starting my own business. But it's so funny because when I do the body paint stuff, um, I just, you know, go to the shoot or whatnot in like a robe. And so if he's over, you know, helping the house on something, it's like, oh, you, get, you got work again? <laughs> you know, just like, he's just used to this now. And I'm like, any other dad would be like, the hell are you going in that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, trust me. There, there's nothing like, tr imagine the male side of it where it's just like, ah, I'm, why, why are you in a robe? You don't want to know. <laughs> I mean, I do wear pants. It's like silky pants, but you know, it's still kind of weird that like, oh, she's that, Oh, going to work again? All right. I don't know. Just yeah, that just cracks me up whenever he's just so casual with it now. <laughs> there you go. See, that, that that's why you got to love dads to just basically roll with like, <laughs> yeah. all right, this is the new thing. And just go for it. Exactly. Just don't die. <laughs> it's it's funny. But yeah, that, thank goodness that my parents are so supportive and that they've, they've helped me. Uh, but I think they also knew that they didn't really stand a chance of stopping me either. <laughs> so it's like, they might as well just accept this so that... Uh, and it will, it'll be easier on our family and less drama if we just let her do her thing. I don't know if maybe in the back of their mind, they're like, we'll just let her do it and it'll, you know, fade out. And then, you know, she'll be back to normal doing a nine to five. But I don't know. That, that's another good motivation then, because if that's what they are thinking or, or anyone else, then I'd like to prove them wrong. <laughs> right. Uh, see, now now I have all the more like motivation to like, as soon as you launch your Patreon to like promote the hell out of it, just be like, she's <laughs> never going to go back to a nine to five. No, I, think, I can't imagine that I would. I mean, I've uh, when I was actually modeling, I also did worked uh, part time at the gym. Um, mm -hmm. for a little while but and I enjoyed that so if there was like a fun part-time job that popped up and I had I did have some free time like I wouldn't mind taking it but I'm not gonna do you know like McDonald's or Kohl's or I don't know like it has to be legitimate fun like a like a you know VR arcade or some kind of game related thing Ooh. so it's got to be you know something up my alley and then it also it could work well because I could help promote them you know, through my Instagram or whatnot, be like, hey, come see me at work and play games, you know, here, location, insert here. <laughs> right, right. Well, I think that's that's also one of the beautiful things where, like, you know, you you do stream over on Twitch. And mm -hmm. that is one of the, the cool parts about that because it's like, okay, you, you can go in and foster your love for games and be like, well, I was going to kind of do this anyway, you know, and yes, it's such it, a great thing, uh, Twitch, man. I, I don't quite understand it still. <laughs> I, I, I feel terrible to say this because honestly, I get really bored watching people play video games, but then I see, you know, how like people, you know, love them and they're actually getting subscribers and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I play video games anyway. Why don't I just try this and see what happens? But I, I t I've been terrible at Twitch. Like I'm trying to get back into a regular schedule, but because the house has been under construction and stuff, since I moved, I have no idea what happened to my green screen. Um, <laughs> so, and eventually I want to actually, because I have a vibe, so I want to be able to set up so that um, people can actually see me you know, looking ridiculous with the Vive um, on and then the controllers while, uh, you know, I'm in the video game as well. That, that's another <laughs> setup that will have to take some time <laughs> to figure out. But I'm excited. There are big things coming with my Twitch and I promise I'll start streaming more. Apparently a couple people feel that I'm entertaining enough. So that's that's good enough for me. <laughs> Look, I, I, w I was able to, to, to stay on for a little bit during the last, like, you were playing Jurassic Park, and I yes. I lost my mind because, A, I didn't know that there was a Jurassic Park game available, and then... It had just came out the day I was playing it, so you're forgiven, oh, it's thank okay. thank God. 
because <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there like, wait a second, this, 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 this reminds me of like Sim City, but with Jurassic Park. Something yes. tells me I'm going to, or better yet, rather than Sim City, more like Counter Strike or Starcraft. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love it because they're actually going to come out with an update too after the movie comes out, probably with uh, you know whatever dinosaurs end up. Uh, you know, coming out then. So, and then it's made by the I think the same people that made Roller Coaster Tycoon, or uh, oh. one, one of those uh, Planet Coaster. That's right. And they're usually pretty okay. good about uh, doing updates and stuff. So I'm I'm based on the company's you know past record. I think that they're going to have a lot of good content coming out. And plus, I I love Jurassic World, Jurassic Park. This is embarrassing, but I have a huge <laughs> collection of just Jurassic Park stuff. Like literally I'll, I'll keep things like cereal boxes, uh, candy wrappers. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they're all, unfortunately when I moved now, there's probably at least like 12 boxes in our garage full of Jurassic Park stuff. And I would love to display them. But <laughs> at the same time, the adult in me is like, well, now that I have a house, when people come over, like, is this really what I want to expose them to is my like Jurassic Park stuff. Yes. You know? <laughs> the, the answer to that question is yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like, I guess I never really grew up. This is just, this is my favorite movie. And I just bought all the things. That was the dangerous part of becoming an adult. Cause then I could afford to buy the, all the toys and stuff. And I'm like, good God, what's happened to me? Oh, see, <laughs> it, it, you, you know, not, not that I am advocating this whatsoever, really, but that's one of the best parts about being a dad because it's like, Oh yeah. You know, all the toys and Funko pops and all the weird geeky crap that I have over <laughs> it's for my kids, for every normal person that walks in. And then every geek goes in like, I mean, that is true. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, no, I, I say, I say, nah, let, let all the figures line the walls. Let people make someone walk in and go, damn. <laughs> Well, that's how literally how it was. If you were to walk into my uh, the bedroom at my apartment, there was uh, two bookshelves which did not even hold all of it, and several posters lining the wall. Uh, yeah, I just and I still have more stuff that I couldn't fit on everything. And I was like, well, how much? You know, I I, I love a lot of things. I got to pick and choose what I want to display. <laughs> oh, now you know that basically what you what you need for your collection if you don't already have it is you got to go and find a really good effects person that happens to go and make like a really nice like velociraptor head and they have those on the wall but you know what they're like two thousand dollars and up and i'm like how much do i love the thing that i love because they actually have like a you know prop or even movie versions that that people make and they're so good. That's what I like. It's like, can you imagine just having a T-Rex head above your fireplace? Like that's, that'd be so sick. But yeah, they're usually like several thousands of dollars. And I'm like, okay, I do, you know, also want to succeed in life and, and <laughs> make a living and not, yeah, I'm on the streets now, but look at this sick ass T-Rex head I have. <laughs> look, you'll be the person that has the greatest alleyway ever. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my box guarded by a T-Rex head. <laughs> it's bad i really like now thinking about it i really now want to write a little mini short doing that so i might have to contact it later be like we need to flesh this out all right this is a great idea <laughs> like, was it worth it oh. it was totally worth it <laughs> yes, yes um but yeah i mean you know kind of going going back into it you know um as far as the the twitch one thing that i noticed that i that really intrigued me you know 
is the fact that you you know you have always kind of been a gamer as you know even as far as like super nintendo Mm -hmm. yep that was my original console actually before when i was too young to play i would actually watch my mom play which kind of seems it makes it imply that my mom is a gamer but she's actually not uh at least not anymore she did play some like roger wilco you know back in the day on the computer and but she never really, I, I don't know if it's just, you know, my fault or because she had more kids that she, <laughs> you know, just stopped playing games as much. But it's funny, she was actually the one who got the Super Nintendo and ended up getting me to play video games. And then my dad would always get a Maximum PC magazine and back they would have reviews for video games. Uh, and then eventually when I was old enough to have like allowance money, I finally just got my own game and it pretty much started from there. I think it was No One Lives Forever 2. I mean, I had a couple minor games before then, but that was my very first, like, okay, I'm definitely into video games now game. And it's such a obscure game, but I still love it. Like, I don't know. Have you ever heard of it? No One Lives Forever 2? Like, game. it's it was bad. on PC. I, I, can, I can kind of remember the box a little bit, but I don't remember It was remember like Kate Archer. It was kind yeah. of like an Austin Powers-y sort of a vibe, but they had just the weapons in that game were awesome. They had, like, a, a kitten that you could... You know, it was like an explosive kitten that he'd set up somewhere and then you know, ninja girls would be like, oh, how cute. And then it explodes and stuff like that. You could throw bananas at people, at the enemies, and they would slip on them. It was so, that, that game was one of the funniest games ever out there. And I highly recommend, I don't know if it would still actually work on the computers now. Maybe you'd have to mod it a little bit, but uh, if you have not played it, I would highly recommend it. It's, it's hilarious. And, and where else do you get to fight mimes? Mimes are also an enemy <laughs> that you get to fight, so... Mimes, Russians, ninjas, um, I, it's its all over the place. It's great. This, I loved it. This is reminding me of kind of like a toned down version of Duke Nukem. So <laughs> yeah. I might really yeah. need to look for this. Yeah, exactly. This is great. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean, it's its kind of its kind of like fun every now and then going and finding out that someone has, you know, has been playing games, you know, for a lot longer than what, what I kind of call, call like, of duty yeah it's like a, a lot of people they started playing more games right around call of duty and you know and like halo and whatnot and i'm sitting there going like okay well you know uh, busting out like a double dragons reference is lost <laughs> on way too many people or i feel like especially now there's probably a new generation that they're just starting out with fortnite you know so fortnite's going to be their yeah. like flagship start into but then it's weird because even my brother now is uh, 18. So it's weird seeing the games that he's interested in versus the games that I like. Like, I like, I don't know, my interests are all over the place. I could play like RPG, FPS, whatever. But he likes a lot of weird, sand like they don't even have good graphics necessarily, mm -hmm. but they're kind of sandboxy. Like not even as good as Gary's Mod was. I, I don't even know the <laughs> names of them, but they're just, they're very strange. And I'm like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah get it. It, it's it, it is kind of weird because now you know similar to like how everyone has their own you know their own music taste or their own movie taste yeah gaming now is this kind of thing where it's like oh well if you want to play more 8-bit games now there's there's new 8-bit games you know or yeah it's you know, so strange uh, it, it's it makes me happy, but at the same time, also overwhelmed because, you know, like I look at my Steam library and go like, I oh, no, don't know yeah. what to play. <laughs> yeah, that I actually, 
yeah, I very rarely even browse the Steam store anymore. I mean, unless I'm looking for something very specific that, you know, I know I'm going to buy, but it's so overwhelming. I'm just like, good, good. there's just so much on there. You know, I mean, I first got Steam when Half-Life 2 came out, yeah. when it took me like a week to play it because Steam was not prepared at all. <laughs> uh, and and then now I'm like, wow, it's just, it's so different since, you know, when it first got launched. It's crazy. Yep. Well, it's, like, it, it's also really cool because, you know, because what, what I would consider, you know, Instagram and Patreon are for cosplayers and things like that. Steam is for, you know, for game devs because, you know, like locally we, there is like a small kind of game dev community over here in, you know, in Utah. And there mm-hmm. have been a couple of, uh, a couple of games that all of a sudden, you know, we'll, we'll have friends be like, oh yeah, I, I, I went and I, it's like, I, I worked on a game and I'm like, great, what? what game i seriously had no idea you were a dev and like oh yeah check it out it's over on steam it's free to play and then later on i'm playing i'm like dude you okay that was i really liked it (laughs) (laughs) that's true it is so accessible to everyone now and that's you know that's the great part of it but i guess you know on the flip side you do get a lot of just crap out there because it's so accessible but you just kind of have to weed through it i think if there's got to be just some better way of organizing steam because it just it's just so intimidating to go through everything i mean i know they have the like recommended games based on stuff you've played kind of a thing but who really no one really looks at that you know no (laughs) don't tell me what i like right it's i i basically will only deal with friend recommendations especially ones that know what i like like the first time someone says like hey you know you'll love this game and i'll be like is there a jump scare anywhere in the game uh yeah there's one yeah you don't know me well enough nope not playing the game (laughs) i'm the same way i actually i've gotten a little better because i mean i remember when doom 3 first came out and i'm pretty sure i paused the game every five minutes just to compose myself because any like person crying or like there was what there was a door in doom 3 that you that opened and it like punched you in the face and that just scared the shit out of me and i had to like take a break for a little bit but since then i've gone through like i like creepy games but yeah i hate i hate jump scare games if that makes sense like i'm still debating getting you know the latest resident evil because it's like you know it looks terrifying but i like well saying i like gory games sounds weird but like i've played um ah shoot what's it called well i I can't remember i've played a couple of them but i've gotten i've gotten better i'm kind of proud of myself you know pat myself on the back for being braver but alien isolation like that kind of a vibe you know where it's like the dread but not necessarily jump scares you know that level of horror oh i I, i'm telling you right now like i i watched a lot of gamers play alien isolation the entire time i've got a security pillow all right and i sat there the entire time of just like i can hear it i know i can hear it why why aren't you getting over inside that locker you know and then all of a sudden the the robots start doing no no that that's I've been very vocal about telling people in any sort of apocalypse and something scary is about to come out, I'm either going to be the person that sacrifices everybody or I'll just take myself (laughs) out and be like, I don't need to live in this world. All right. I know. I always wonder that. I'm like, you know what? If this like scary scenario were actually real, I I would probably just stuff myself in a closet somewhere and then just starve to death or something. Like, I'm not going out there. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's like, just just shoot me full of every psychedelic that there is known to man and just (laughs) drop me off a cliff. All right. I'm good. Yeah, that's it. But I don't know. I, I liked Alien Isolation like that. 
like but but yeah just being able to actually have the you know radar in your hand and hear the beeping and everything that was just so creepy like that there most of the game was just me checking the radar like all the time <laughs> and then just hiding in lockers but it was still just they did a really good job with the uh, you know the dread the sense right. of dread in that game it's like i think a, a game like that is you know is definitely fantastic because not only you're taking this prized franchise that so many people love but you didn't like one of the things i love about the game is they didn't try to update it you know it's like you're still mm-hmm. dealing with the you know with what you know what the movie was back over you know in the 80s and whatnot and it's like okay yeah. things were still kind of click clacky and and choppy and... it looks like you were just popped into that movie exactly. pretty much you know exactly but it was still able to go and give you this new wave of like oh my god this is this is legit, like i get why this was so freaky for the you know for <laughs> the characters in there yeah. whereas a game like oh god my buddy just made me watch him play outlast and Oh, see, I, I I don't know about that one. I think I played like a little bit of it. See what I like doing those. I the only re- I put on a brave face if I'm around friends so they can watch me play it. But it's actually because I don't want to be alone playing it. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of want to play it. But I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that by myself. But they, oh no, you'll you'll miss part of the story. We have to. We have to. I can't play it without you because I don't want you to miss out on anything. Oh uh, no, nah, I the, 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 no, those are not my kind of friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I remember the the name of the game I was talking about. Um, Evil Within. I played the first game Screw of that. that game. <laughs> Well, see, but I like psychologically messed up games. Like, like again, there, there's like a couple, I think maybe there were jump scares in there, but I like the ones that make you like, that are mentally twisting. Like those those kinds of, they're interesting enough for me to be like, okay, I'm, I'm scared shitless, but I really want to find out what happens or what's going on here. I, you know? I have such a response to that game because not that it, uh, I, I played it and like it, it didn't scare, scare me and thank god i still had like one of my friends right by me but it made me like <laughs> over analyze everything to the point where i became an annoying this annoying little freak to my wife and so she's like you need to stop you need to stop you're psychoanalyzing you know what the guy over at burger king just said for the love of god shut your face and stop <laughs> so there was one part in there. It's not really spoiler anyway, but just the God, the the cutscenes in that game. Like if you if you lost a boss battle, you could not skip the damn cutscenes. I'm like, what? It's it's the millennium. You know, it's 2000. I forget when it came out. Like we should be able to skip the cutscenes because there was like a, that safe yep. head guy. I don't know how many times I did not make it all the way through where I was supposed to go. Have to start all over. Have to hear the stupid cutscenes. So it just got so angering. You know, it wasn't even scary anymore because I was just right. so mad. Like, just just ah. that was. that was the worst and then when i got through that part finally i was like jesus christ i made it like i'm gonna go treat myself right yeah it's (laughs) see i i applaud you for for things like that because like my my version of gameplay like i i i'm not a gigantic uh multiplayer fan like i love something with a good story so single player great story Mm -hmm. you have me hooked so like you know uh skyrim god do i have way too many hours in skyrim Oh yes. Well, they're going to come out with uh, Fallout seventy six eventually too, which might be online though. Might might be like a Elder Scrolls online. So I'm not really sure. 
how I feel about that yet. I I heard a lot of speculation as far as, you know, they, they want it to be more open world and community based and things like that. And all I can think of is that game is probably going to be great if you're in a group. But if you're solo trying to play that game, all you're going to go and get is a bunch of, you know, teams running around (laughs) rogue and just wrecking everything that you're doing. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to, you know, bank on the fact that things like Fortnite and PUBG are so popular. Also, it's going to be like a like a, you know, more of a survival game versus, well, I guess Elder Scrolls, it made sense to be more of a traditional MMO because it's fantasy, you know, so uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. I mean, I played Elder Scrolls uh, online, I think, when it first came out and there was like a free trial or something. And I wasn't Mm -hmm. I wasn't big on it, but I mean, I've had friends tell me that now, you know, it's improved and it's and it's fine. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I've always liked, you know, Fallout a little more than uh, Elder Scrolls anyway, just because I I like post-apocalyptic themes. So I, I right. don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. I guess I'll try it for sure. Yeah, you know, like the, looking over, you know, kind of going into E3, which this will date when this comes out. Um, <laughs> but you know, looking over at you know sort of the lineups and whatnot. Yeah, it's like I I feel that the times of let's go let let's go into the past are. Not that they're over or they're ending or anything like that, but they're not nearly as intriguing as let's look into the future or let's look into a different, you know, like an alternate, you know, alternative mm-hmm. of what's going on, you know. So I look yeah. at things like uh, was uh, cyberpunk. And... Oh yes, that looks interesting. Actually, oh. I'd be interested in trying that. Like I just yeah, different. Uh, uh, I don't know how you describe it, but yeah, different uh, like genres even mm-hmm. of of. Um, you don't because you don't see a lot of uh you know like cyberpunk type of or you know what no. and then you actually don't even see a lot of steampunk games now that i'm thinking of punk themed stuff yeah there's a lot of and it's like how many how many call of duties and how many battlefields like where where can you go in time i mean Are you, <laughs> you know look they're still making like madden god knows what year it is and nba <laughs> no no hate on anyone that loves those games i get it but I stopped playing them a long time ago. Oh, it's like God. I don't need to play basketball. It's every so funny year. because, <laughs> like, what, back when I was in like high school and community college, and you know, if a, a boy in my class would find out I play video games, uh, you know, he'd be like, "Oh, what do you play?" And I, you know, say, "I don't know, something like Unreal Tournament, whatever." And then I was like, "Oh, what do you play?" Oh, Madden. And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> you're a sports gamer. Yeah. Never mind." <laughs> Look, you, uh, God, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, okay. The only like, the only like kind of mix between the two that you could kind of possibly get along with if someone was like, oh yeah, I play NFL Blitz. And be like, okay, there we go. There we go. <laughs> All right. We, we can play NFL and I'm going to late hit you and then drop an elbow on you. <laughs> there you go. At least it's somewhat more exciting. It was either that, you know, or people be like, oh yeah, I play a lot of, you know, racing games, which they're cool too, but again, not my i like like you said i have to have some kind of story mm-hmm. behind it i don't know like yeah the cars are pretty but uh, it's yeah. not just not my thing like like all the you know racing games and sports games that's probably the only genre where i'm like eh, ah, pass <laughs> but still props to the people who like them you know everyone likes their own thing i'm sure that you know not everybody likes first person shooters or mmos or you know that kind of thing yeah, yeah. each their own 
you know, and I I sit there and I I, I kind of look over at that at the arena and you know one of the one of the reasons why I am so excited about you know most of the games not only that are coming out but just the fact that we kind of live in this really cool age of gaming you know I'm finally bringing it back to cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, is that what this podcast was about? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, I can't say that for sure, but maybe sometimes <laughs> but yeah i mean like looking at how many games are now seeing how popular cosplay is getting you know i i'm still very hesitant to say that cosplays hit a mainstream because you know i i still bring up cosplay every now and then to what i would consider normal people and mm-hmm. they just wait what you know, or when they come over and they're like, why is there a full set of Halo armor in the living room? And I'm like, well, I would. Yeah, well, even like, you know, I've, if my parents come over and they see, you know, oh, you're making a dumbbell. Why do you have to do that? It's like, oh, because I can't bring metal into the you know conventions <laughs> and stuff. And it's it's funny, too, because when I, I had to bring a I had made a dumbbell for this like Zarya version of a costume that I made uh, or well modified a bit. And they actually, they had to weapon tag my dumbbell. <laughs> they just came and decided to club somebody with it, I guess. I was like, why? It's, it's a dumbbell. It's literally made of EVA foam and a PVC pipe. Like, what? But you <laughs> could know. hide something inside it. <laughs> I suppose. Well, it is. The PVC pipe was, is hollow. I guess I could have stashed something in there if I really felt like destroying my work right now you you basically have to do what what all of us over here do which is if you have pvc inside whatever cosplay you're doing that's literally where you put your alcohol so it's it's well you must have some big pvc though or some really tiny alcohol oh Oh, that's true they do have the small ones yeah it's well i mean basically so oh god i not that i'm trying to advocate that we drink that heavily, but we all, there are a lot of degenerates here in Utah. Sponsored by alcohol smuggling into conventions. Oh, it's, it's bad. We're like, you know, like I, I love, I love building props, you know? So if I bring in a sword, odds are it's got a hollow center to it. So like with my PVC and whatnot, I'll always sanitize the interior, make sure that like one end is completely uh, closed off. Usually like with, some plastic I'll that I'll go and I'll make and then mm-hmm. I will actually pour whiskey vodka or whatever I want inside the PVC no so you're just drinking out of your sword like a flask uh, that is exactly <laughs> what I do I'm not sure if I should be ashamed or really like I don't know this is kind of inspiring now <laughs> just to see if I could get away with it like what what weird cosplay props can I hide my alcohol in now what can I get away with this is ex- a new exciting revelation it's, or or a bad you're a very bad influence I think, maybe. it's bad because <laughs> I've gotten a few other people to join me on this and there were too many pictures especially at one of our last cons where we had an entire row of destiny halo and overwatch characters all with guns drinking out of every single barrel no way. <laughs> oh man so, 
You could probably, you know what, you could probably make and, and sell those too. I mean, like you, even like, like replica, I don't know, some kind of weird, either for cosplay or not, you know, right. just like, oh, have you ever wanted to drink out of a gun? Well, I can make one for you. Bam. There you go. <laughs> I, have, I have legitimately thought about this a lot. I'm just like, nah, I really don't need to be that guy. I'll give people the idea <laughs> and let true. them go for it, but I don't need to be the, I'm going to get you wasted. <laughs> That is very true. I don't know if that's exactly the kind of a the image. <laughs> what you call it. Yeah, the exactly the image that you want it to come across to people. Oh, he's that guy. Go to him and he'll he'll disguise your weapons and don't worry, right. man. I got you covered. Yeah, it, I, I only do it because the the alcohol tax over here is ridiculous. So trying to buy twelve dollar beers at a con isn't fun. So Jeez, yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, it's yeah, don't come here, <laughs> or do come here, but don't drink here. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're going kind of against the fitness thing, but speaking of you know love of Costco and all that, they do have these amazing, uh, well at my Costco anyway, like vodka. They're they're like Otter Pops. You remember Otter Pops, oh, right? Oh, they're yeah. like Otter. They're like fr frozen vodka martini things in a tube, and they are the greatest thing ever. I'm like. <sighs> If I had, I mean, it's only, and it's only a hundred calories. So it's kind of, you know, it, healthy, <laughs> not too I, bad. but I'm I, like, if I drink, if I had one a day, would that make me an alcoholic? I mean, it's only, it's like, you're not drinking it per se. I know it's still alcohol, but it just sounds weird. Like, oh yeah. How'd you become an alcoholic? Oh yeah. From freezy pops. <laughs> I'm not going to, to, to try to dissect what is and isn't, but I would, my first gut reaction is no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I also realize that like there's not a chance in hell that I'll be able to find those locally because we have state sanctioned liquor stores. Oh you, Jesus! You cannot, oh that's right. Yeah, you can't buy liquor in in any store. You have to go to a state sanctioned one. So like the amount of times I'll go back home and my wife and I will both look at like. Costco. We'll even look at like an Albertsons and start going like, "Oh my God, there's an alcohol section," and we'll like just sort of stay there for like five <laughs> minutes of like, "It's so pretty." <laughs> well, you should, yeah, I mean, our Costco here probably has like three aisles full of liquor, plus maybe like those whatever those outside aisles are, like another three. So it's like the liquor section takes up almost a fourth of the Costco. <laughs> like, I would say. <laughs> But yeah, if you ever, I don't know if, if uh, one of your like approved stores ever sells frozen vodka Otter Pop things, I highly recommend them. They're pretty amazing and dangerous. Very dangerous. <laughs> nope. But I mean, it's only like 8% alcohol per per tube, I guess. It's a weird way of describing it. So it's, it's not horrible. I mean, I guess you could get, just imagining someone getting drunk off of alcoholic Otter Pops sounds hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure it's possible. You probably have to have, I don't know, like, 10 or so but i don't know just it just sounds funny i'm like i don't i don't want to be that person that becomes an alcoholic because of these damn things but i'm like here i am still having one a day <laughs> oh my god i freaking love people, it people drink wine every day so yeah you know. that that is true and there there are a couple people out over here locally that are uh, not in the bodybuilding arena but definitely you know more athletically built thinking about modeling and yeah, their their one vice is like I need a like I need a glass of wine, a healthy glass of wine a night. Oh wow. You know See me alcohol was the easiest thing to like 
not to be uh, to get rid of, I guess, because I've never been, you know, a strong drinker or anything. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm very stereotypical. I love the sugary drinks. It's it's the carbs. I just love I love the carbs. And yeah. so this thing combines, you know, vodka, which is like my favorite, and sweetness. So it's a very dangerous and it's frozen. So, you know, especially now that it's summer, I'm like, why did I buy these? Maybe this was a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're lining oh, the freezer and just like ah okay uh but, i'm going to work these but off <laughs> only 100 calories it says that right on the package so it makes you feel better about something at least it's like eh, liver whatever but but only 100 calories sure it's it, it's not <laughs> that the starches won't turn over to glucose and sugars over inside the bloodstream yeah. and thus you have to go and burn those off a little bit harder not at all I know, right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's i i I, I guess we should, you know, we should, we should kind of go back over to that because I think that is something where now that more people are becoming more health conscious, mm-hmm. it seems that, I mean, it, what's messed up is like, there's still what I, what I still call a lot of Dr. Schmoschmo science, which is basically like, oh yeah, I read in this magazine that this doctor said that this is good. And you sit there and there's no scientific basis for this at all. Oh, God. Yeah, especially with the internet now and, and Facebook. I know that, you know, I've got a thing on Facebook saying they're trying to stop fake news more, but I'm like, the damage has been done. Yeah. <laughs> or, or even when you see things like, oh, coffee's bad for you. Coffee's good for you. Wine is bad for you. Wine is good for you. Carrots will kill you if you eat too many of them, <laughs> you know? It's, it's like, oh, God, I had five today. I hope that's not too many. It's like, do you know how many carrots you literally have to eat until it kills you? Anything you eat in abundance would kill, would kill you. you, you know? yeah. It's like, so it's just, you know, the way that a lot of uh, companies and their articles, the way they spin it, it it's just, I don't know. I mean, I, in some ways it's amazing because I'm like, wow, look at all of the people that you managed to fool. Like, that's pretty damn impressive. But too bad you couldn't use that in a more productive sense, yeah. you know? I, I don't know. Yeah. But there, there's a lot of fake news is out there. Um, and even on Netflix, I mean, they have... Um, Oh, shoot. I already forgot what it's called. They have a very terrible, uh, anyway, I forget what it's called, but it's, it's giving people the wrong information and making people scared to, you know, even drink filtered water. And it's like, oh, you can't drink any water because, you know, I don't know. This is so much out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, but for good. I mean, for me, I, what I do is I practice flexible dieting. So I, pretty much eat what I want. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't go crazy and just eat Cheetos, you know, several times a day. I I track what I eat. And as long as they meet my macros and calorie amount for the day, uh, I'm fine. So I try, you know, I try to make sure that I max out in proteins first, and then I can go down and usually fats will go in with that and then carbs. But as long as I make sure I don't overeat, you know, it's kind of basic. You don't have to, you don't have to eat salads every day to be healthy, yeah. you know, as long as you're not overeating and you're just getting the nutrients that you need, you'll be fine. You don't have to really sacrifice much at all. And I wish more people understood that. It doesn't have to be difficult. I mean, if you're, yes, if you're trying to lose weight, just eating less uh, in general is going to be hard, but you can still fit in things you enjoy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so many people try to cold turkey it and it's like, no. And then you lose, you know, especially initially, you're going to lose 
um, I don't want to call out any certain diets, but certain fad diets out there, (laughs) you know, people all of a sudden drop weight quickly and they're like, yeah, it's working. Well, that's because your body just has, you know, a big change has happened. Don't worry. You'll, you know, you'll put it back on once your body gets used to it. Exactly. So I don't, there's just so much out there. I could go on forever about yeah, that. Well, I mean, like it, it, it definitely is, you know, an, an important topic, you know, primarily because, you know, it's, yeah, so many people are ill-educated, you know, and even in the realm of, you know, the, one of the biggest excuses that I'll hear all the time is, oh, well, you know, I, I was a high, it's like, I was an athlete in high school, so I know how to, I know how to go and eat or treat myself or da da da. And I'm like, yeah, that, that, that is true. There is some merit to that. But at the same time, you know, if you're dieting in this very popular fashion, you know, that might not be what you need to do to get where you need to be, you know? Yeah. And plus in high school, you know, your metabolism is way different. So you might've been able to get away with you know, eating maybe extra and, you know, now as you age, it's, it's not yeah. going to be the same. I mean, even me, a lot of times, you know, I wasn't, um, lactose intolerant when I was younger. Uh, and then later as an adult come to find out, can't drink milk, which is not really a sweat <laughs> off my back, but you know, things, things change uh, as you get older. And so, but I do hear that a lot. Like, you know, I was, I was pro, you know, football star in high school. That's, right. that's nice. I actually played no sports in high school. I sucked at sports. That's why I uh, got into bodybuilding and weightlifting because that requires absolutely no skills. <laughs> you, you get the benefits of the body and none of the whole like, let's practice, bull. Let's just, let, let's give me the body. <laughs> exactly. It's just, it's just more of a grind than anything. I mean, you, you know, you switch it up every now and then what you do, but I don't have to worry about, you know, catching things and getting hit in the face by stuff because, you know, hand-eye coordination would not be that great. <laughs> right. See, yeah, it's like, I, I really wish more people had a stronger understanding, not only of the difference between, you know, the the body that someone has as a physical athlete that's actually doing something, you know, and someone that, you know, whether they're working out professionally or they're just working out for fun, there are different, like, there's different requirements, you know, for, for all of it. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's funny because if you compare, you know, like an endurance runner, say, to a sprinter, uh, their body oh, yeah. types are totally different. Yes, they, they run. That's what they do. But sprinters, you know, because they have to go such, uh, you know, they have to go short distances very fast. They're more um, cut, I guess, like their muscles mm-hmm. are more noticeable. But versus an endurance runner, they're just super thin because their metabolism is trying to you know, keep them going for much longer. And then even, you know, in weightlifting as well, you've got, you know, the bodybuilders who were, you know, trained to be more cut, but then you've got the power lifters, which if you were to look at a power lifter, you know, first glance, you know, wearing normal clothing, you might think that they're overweight, like they're a plus size person, but you know, it's just because they just have so much muscle and it's like, no, don't worry. They'll, they can lift you and probably five other people, you know, it's all muscle. But they, but you know, from with the untrained eye, I think a lot of people will be like, "Oh, that person's fat." I'm like, "Oh no, honey, that right. person's well, definitely like, not it, fat." It, it, <laughs> I noticed a lot of the similarities between, you know, so for me, my my background as far as coaching gymnastics, you know, competitively, and then when I moved to Japan, seeing like a real sumo diet, it was basically both of them were the same. It's like, oh my god, both gymnasts. Really? Oh, gymnasts. I did not know that. Away. 
<laughs> That's good to know. Cause those are two, you know, like gymnastics is one thing that I, I don't have that much experience with as far as knowing how they, you know, get into shape and training and all that. So that's, that's interesting to me. What a great comparison. Yeah. It's, it's definitely one of those where, you know, so when, when I would sit down with, with different, uh, different athletes and sit there and be like, okay, so, you know, when, when you're, when you're getting ready for a competition, realize that like, okay, you have, if you're a guy, you have like five different events, you know? Yeah. You might only do them in like little spurts, Mm -hmm. but you know, how many different holds you have and how many different things you need explosive power for. So all the time, like during practices, I'd tell everyone like, okay, you're going to go home. Uh, I want you to eat two very lean 12 ounce steaks. Uh, I need you to eat a ton of pasta and you know what let's throw on a bunch of kale spinach lettuce celery uh some black beans and you just get people like looking wait i'm supposed to eat all this and then come to practice tomorrow and i'm like oh yeah because i'm gonna kill you tomorrow trust me you're gonna work all of this off yeah you know what actually (laughs) now that you mentioned that for a lot of male bodybuilders the diet is actually very similar to just before they're going on stage because uh i mean obviously for women it's not going to be quite as drastic but in general, like you want to kind of deplete, um, like it's a really, it's like a very heavy sodium balance what you're doing. Cause you want to, yeah. you want to have the fine line of, you know, uh, losing all the water weight, but at the same time, not looking dry. You want the muscles because the muscles still need some water behind it to be able to pop. So you balance that out. But at the very end, what you do is you pretty much carb up, um, to get, you know, the muscles to pop out more uh, so it's, it's just there's a lot of science, uh, surprisingly, mm-hmm. behind the sports that we love and doing what we do. But man, I should have if I had known that you got to eat so much during gymnastics, if there weren't if it wasn't such a skill heavy sport, man, I would just pick whatever sport you can eat the most. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, if, if you ever run across another person that goes like, look, I just want to eat, but I also want to I also want to like look good. Yeah, trust me. Well, I'll hook you up right. (laughs) (laughs) Besides, who doesn't love being able to do backflips? So that's true. I'm like, that's that's my one one weakness is flexibility. Like, I'm I'm working on. I'm trying to add that into my routine, just so you know. As I get older, uh, yeah, I might be able to lift things, but if I'm still, if I'm not broken, you know, yeah, like I, I just try to do things now while I'm still young, so that you know when I'm older, it won't be as big of a deal. Because I, you know, hear all the horror stories and everything, and I'm like, oh god, I don't want that to be me. I, I you know, I want to still have fun doing my thing, you know, many many years. Right. I don't want to have to. I don't want to let some kind of physical injury, uh, you know, stop me. Yeah, that would well, be so frustrating. Yeah, I mean that that basically is the chief thing with stretching. You know, part I, I try to go and tell more people stretching is twofold. A, you're making the muscle. It's like you're making your muscle elasticity a lot stronger. So thus, you know, if you do happen to go and get injured, you can recover better. And what mm-hmm. better than gymnastics, which is the art of falling with grace. You know, but then I'd also tell people like, look, you're, you know, if you want a really defined muscle, you need to fully extend it. So if you can extend your shoulders or your arms or, you know, your legs to the fullest capability while you're doing that workout and you're lifting, you're going to get a very even tone rather than you just get massive bumps. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Wow. I have not been able to talk like this up for a long time. 
I've got a habit of doing that to people. I could talk forever. Like, about random anything, pretty much. It's freaking rad. It's freaking rad. Well, you know, one of the things that I do want to, I do want to discuss, and I feel so messed up because I said I wasn't going to say this before we started recording, but now I'm way too damn curious. But yeah, it's like, I, I actually am very curious. So like with all the different pursuits that you, that, you've that you've done as far as gaming and then modeling and then you know and then bodybuilding how did cosplay come into this equation (laughs) honestly it was through video games um actually before i had this crazy red hair that i have which unfortunately nobody can see unless you go to my instagram um yeah it was relatively normal looking but i would always make uh the same general sort of like if you never if you ever had a uh, video game where you could customize the character yourself i would usually make them all look the same they would have you know awesome blood red hair and you know the punkier looking the better uh and eventually i was like you know what why why am i just making my video game characters like this like literally no one is stopping me from doing what i want to my hair uh and so finally you know i was like you know what damn it, I'll do it. So I first started with a pixie cut, right? And then I got, uh, I think I did, I think the red came after. Finally, I did the side shave and then eventually I did the red hair. And now I have kind of like the back underneath shave just because I'm lazy and I hate having hair touching my neck, but it still looks cool. Don't worry, rest assured. And anyway, I think, (laughs) I think with that confidence of finally like, you know, just being so happy with my looks, I was like, you know what, let's, let's take this a step further. And if I can get the, you know, the head, I guess, of the video game characters I like. Why don't I start working on, you know, costuming and cosplay and that kind of thing. Um, That and just loving video games in general has really helped. And there's a lot of things where I'm like, damn, that would be so cool to make, you know, or just can you imagine like walking around in a convention and doing photo shoots doing that? Because you see, you know, especially with social media now, you see it everywhere and you're like, look at that person. They're so badass. I want to be like that. Uh, And so eventually I was like, you know what? I'll just do the thing. I think that money was kind of a big factor for me. Uh, as to why it took so long to do it that and it's just very intimidating because you know you have to literally make things from scratch a lot of times like you know i think when we first got uh, the eva foam i just kind of looked at it for a while like how do i turn this into you know some sweet ass bracers or something like how is that supposed to happen but you know thanks for youtube and ebooks and everything just the internet's all that it, it's been really helpful and you know and you make mistakes and I can't tell you. I made a um, Brigitte from Overwatch. I have a yeah. casual, comfortable version for if I don't really, you know, I, I want to cosplay, but I want to be comfortable while I'm walking around. There's, she has like a buckle um, that's on her overalls, and I'm, this is embarrassing to say, but it took me forever <laughs> to figure out how to make the X indent in the buckle because I was like, do I just? <laughs> dremel into it because when i dremeled into it of course you know it looked like crap i was like this is not smooth at all yeah and then finally eventually i think i i came across uh you know a youtube video or something it's like oh just cut it out push it back in a little and i was like are you serious do you know how many little squares of buckles i have around that look like crap when all i could have done was just cut it out and push it back in a little and glue it like are you serious but you know it's things like that like you you know in the beginning, you just try to figure it out until an easier way comes about, or sometimes you discover it by accident. 
And so that's what I like is it's also kind of challenging. And when you do get those moments of like, yes, I figured it out. It's like, damn, I'm smart. <laughs> even, even for a second, you know, it's like, all right, I figured it out and it'll be okay. As long as I don't procrastinate and wait until a month before the con to start working on this. You know, that's what you're going to do. <laughs> I know. I, I have another, um, I'm not going to say what it is yet, but I have another costume that's going to be probably the most uh, hands-on thing I've done yet. It's I'm going to have it out in time for BlizzCon. So, okay. But that's the problem is BlizzCon's in November, and that's a lot of time. So uh, I'm, I feel like, oh, you know, I, I've got plenty of time. I've got plenty of time. And then, you know, come October, I'll be like, holy crap, I haven't started on this at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now, as someone that I, I work with, not saying you know it's i've got no idea what it is and whatnot but as someone that works with armor a lot i'm telling you you just start on one thing a month and all of a sudden by the time you know october rolls around you're like man okay i'm I'm good i'm good but the (laughs) amount of times i have to tell people like especially when they'll hit me up like okay i want to go and do some armor awesome what do you want skyrim okay Okay, we, oh, we can do that. Well, when do you want it? Can you do it next month? Get get the hell away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, it was tough because I wanted to pick something that I still enjoyed and, you know, that I felt I could relate to, but that wasn't like, because Skyrim armor is really cool, but the detailing on that is just insane. Oh. And I'm like, man, major props to the people who have pulled those off and then you know some people even do like the lighting and special effects in it too and i'm just like i don't know you you lost me already (laughs) i don't even know how you got the details in it let alone all these like weird effects like how do you even see you know it's like just things (laughs) like that so i'm still working on some some basic stuff to get the hang of it but i'm finally going to be making something uh that i think will be you know well you know i don't want to say it's going to be awesome because i honestly don't know it might not make it it's going to be awesome (laughs) it might not (laughs) But I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best. <laughs> there you go. Well, I can't freaking wait for that. Like I said, I, I will definitely be be kind of. I it feels really messed up because I'll be stalking the Instagram, <laughs> Look, looking for updates. Well, still a while till. Don't worry. There you, go. there you go. Well, Jasmine, this has actually been like a lot of fun. I'm really glad that we got the the chance to do, this. and I'm really glad that you're like a really awesome person too. Because I'm always. <laughs> oh wait, wait. Hold on, I have to take a selfie. You <laughs> I have to take my selfie a minute. Totally basic. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I know, but yeah, this this has been awesome. I'm glad this was really fun. I'm glad. Thanks for having me on. I mean, like, you know, and cool. I get to be on a podcast. Freaking sweet. Anytime. I like legitimately anytime because yeah, it's a. I, we look. What people don't know is that you you started off coming into the session eating ribs and instantly like, all right, I know I'm already going to have fun. <laughs> I know. I was late. I felt so bad. I was like, oh, my God, what time is it? Because these ribs were in the making for a while. We didn't realize how long it would be. Sorry, I know I'm going on a rib tangent. We didn't realize how long it would be to make them. So we're like, oh, crap, we have to make them kind of early. And then, you know, you're just anticipating and waiting for these ribs. And I finally had them and I'm sitting down all comfortable and I'm like, oh shit, what time is it? And it's like, oh no, that's why I checked my DMs and I'm like, I'm so sorry. It's like, you know, and then I turn this on and I'm still eating and I didn't realize it like 
turned the microphone automatically. So I'm just chomping away and like, oh shit, he can hear me. I should probably explain myself. Uh, like it, it, <laughs> it, it was awesome. And the fact that like, like I said, the first thing that you said over that message, like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go and put up with me eating these damn delicious ribs. I'm like, hell yes. Yes. I was like, maybe, maybe he'll forgive me if I tell him what type they are. <laughs> Completely forgiven. You have no idea. <laughs> so yeah like i said it's like i i had a great time i sincerely hope that you know like like i said if you ever want to come back on you let me know and and we will we will discuss more as long as i can find a way to have some damn delicious ribs definitely anytime and if you were closer i would definitely make some and bring it over to you but uh, i don't think it would i don't think it would make the trip <laughs> not so much not so much like i said may, maybe next time we're down over for like WonderCon, i'll hit you up <laughs> Oh, that's true. Awesome. We'll have a barbecue. It'll be epic. Yes. <laughs> there we go. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So like I said, make sure. Oh, damn. I almost forgot. How can people like find you and see all the stuff that you've been working on? Yes. So the easiest way to find all of my social medias on everything, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, uh, you can just go to adambombody.com. That's A-T-O-M-B-O-M-B-B-O-D-Y. Or if you just are an Instagram person, that's fine too. You can just find me on Instagram, Adam Bombody. I nice, I keep it nice and simple. I try to not have weird usernames across all platforms. I'm just the same on everything. So lucky, so lucky. Some of us can't quite get there. <laughs> yes, I've I've seen it all. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, thank you so much. Like I I, damn, this has been a good time. Damn, this has been a good time. <laughs> <laughs> that it has, definitely. I've had a lot of fun. And I will I would be more than happy to come back anytime. Yes! Happy days, happy days. So <laughs> until next time, people, I will talk to you all later.